0: to another episode of Music and Therapy with relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope that everything is going well for you. This weekend was truly amazing for me. Now, if you guys heard how I talked about last weekend, you would understand and you would know last weekend was pretty much a wash. And <laughs> yes, I say this literally. It rained all weekend. And it wasn't just like the hit and miss kind of rain or like just a steady flow of rain. It was a torrential kind of rain. So my kids and I, we got drenched trying to do all of our chores and all the errands we normally do on the weekend. So this week, thank God, it wasn't raining. Okay, it was cold, but the sun was shining. So I will totally disregard it being a little chilly. And I will just say I had an awesome weekend. I was able to go shopping without getting wet. My daughter didn't have chair practice this week. Woo-hoo! Which is good because I didn't have to... Stop take her then go back. So that was great. And we spent some time together So we had an amazing week now and weekend I should say now There were some obstacles because no weekend is ever safe from having an obstacle, especially when you have children Things happen, but I'm happy to report that we got through it this weekend. My daughter um, She was in a parade for her her high school homecoming A couple years ago my daughter Doss Megan was in a parade because she was in a band and it was a lot of fun And I remember they were throwing candy. It was just a lot of fun. This year, it was still okay. Or maybe I'm just a parade person because it didn't seem as much fun. And you know what it was? It's because the parade did not start on time. It was supposed to start at 5. They were supposed to start closing down the highway. It was supposed to be from 5 to 7. But they didn't close down the highway until like 5.30. So we had to just wait around doing nothing. And of course, I talked to the kids, whatever. But... It was slightly boring. But once the parade started, it was good. I kind of forgot the reasons why I was bored to begin with. My daughter was amazing. She even let me scream, hey, kitty! Okay, she couldn't help it. She was riding on the back of a truck with her pom-poms. But she did acknowledge me when I screamed her name, so yeah. And she did not tell me I embarrassed her when she got in the car later on. So that's a plus. So we did that. We also um, had a little incident with our little turtle here. I don't know, for some reason, it's like these stupid gnats. We got into her filter, and we couldn't use her filter. So my daughter had to clean her tank out. I had to go buy her another filter, which is like an underground filter, so that she could breathe or whatever. But on the bright side, we finally did put in the thermostat for her tank. Now, we've had it since the beginning of the year. We just never put it in. So that was a plus. And then I also found out on Sunday my daughter has some missing assignments. She had to turn in by Wednesday. But we are working on those. So all in all, good weekend. We caught any type of obstacles that came our way. My husband got a chance to do his thing. and I was doing mine. Awesome weekend. So I have nothing to complain about. It was truly amazing. Now if you guys would like to contact me on social media. Or if you have any ideas or anything you'd like to submit to the show. Please, please, please contact me on social media all my information can be found in the contact me part or join me on social media you just click on those links you can get in contact with me i would definitely encourage you to message me and say hey kiana my name is so-and-so i listen to your podcast i have a suggestion or i have something i would like you to talk about whatever it is i would love to hear from you if you have any suggestions bring them on have any ideas come on tell me about it if you would like to be a guest just let me know and we could talk about that too. Or if you just have something you're interested in knowing or you're curious about or you just want some feedback, you know, just contact me and I would definitely be excited to talk to you. Um, maybe I could do a episode on a topic you want me to talk on. Whatever it is, just contact me on social media. I would definitely love to hear from you because I know you have an amazing ideas. And you guys have a lot to talk about and I'm sure you have a lot of questions. So let me know what you're thinking about. And... Contact me on social media. I would love to hear from you. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about social media etiquette when you are in a relationship. Now, I absolutely love that we're talking about this topic this week because it goes along kind of with what we discussed last week on the podcast. Now, last week we talked about why it's important to set boundaries in your marriage and your relationship. So if you have not already heard last week's episode, I would encourage you to go back, listen to last week's episode about setting boundaries in your relationship. However, this week we're going to be talking about social media etiquette in your marriage. Now, I'm sure there have been many arguments, In your relationship about social media believe me I've had those arguments as well it's estimated that approximately one in three divorces results from social media related issues which is crazy because you wouldn't think about that I remember when social media first got to this big thing you know I don't have to be old to remember this but you know we all can remember when social media took off and I don't think any of us anticipated the toll that it would take on relationships Because social media, you don't have to exactly be there to do something you're not supposed to do. There have been many instances. Like before, you would literally have to leave your house to have an affair or go out of your way to do this. But with social media, it kind of brought all of that into your home. Like a few years ago, they had this bus with this website website called um, Ashley Madison, which was a cheating website where people could go, they could cheat. And... It just made it easier because they were able to do this from the confines of their own home. Their spouse could have been in bed, They could have been on their phone. They could have been in another room on a laptop or on their home computer. Regardless of where they were, it made it easier for them. And it's not that one side. Social media in general has made it easier for you to either say inappropriate things or do inappropriate things. Or have people even reach out to you to say inappropriate things on the internet. So we're going to talk about what is the... Proper etiquette, Because I know all of us are not doing that and there are people who do it, but I know we're not any of those people. But I think it's important that when you're in a relationship or if you're married, it's important that your spouse know that they can trust you in everything. So how do you be transparent with your social media accounts without giving away your privacy? It's easy and it's something that can be done and we're going to talk about that later. But first, let's talk about some of the things that you should not do on social media. If you're married or in your relationship. Or even if you're not, this is just things you shouldn't do. But especially if you are married or in a relationship. Okay, so the first thing you shouldn't do would be talk about personal problems on social media. This is not acceptable. I see this all the time. People will air out their grievances and talk about all kinds of things. And you're just like, social media is not the place to tell your personal problems. Now, you should have trusted friends and people you can talk about these things with. But social media is not the place to air out your grievances or talk about personal problems. Another thing that I see all the time, people are faking like they're happy. And the reason I say they're faking, I can't say that for everybody. But a lot of people fake happiness. We have to remember, social media is not a place where you can get truth, okay? It's a place where you project what you want people to see. That's why there are so many people catfishing other people. Because they can put a picture of what they wish they looked like up there and be the person that they want to be. They can live vicariously through that picture. And I find sometimes in social media in social media we live a life that we want to live and not actually show the life we actually have. Like there were times where I would see people, um, who would reject how happy they were, the relationship was perfect and I knew it wasn't because they told me themselves that this was not things were not going well. But when they went on social media, they rejected like they were happy. Now, I'm not saying, I just said don't talk about personal problems, which is true. But I also think social media should be a place where you just don't fake. If you and your thoughts are not in a good place, don't air out your grievances and don't pretend that you are in a good place. Talk about something else, like what your kids are doing or what you're doing. There are a lot of things you can talk about and you can just do something else. But I don't. you should not fake happiness in social media. You also should not let social media be a standard of what your relationship should be. Like I just said, people fake happiness, people fake their success and how much money they may or may not have. People can fake this on social media because it's easy to do. So if you're sitting at home and you're just like, man, I wish my relationship was as good as theirs, I wish my, I had as much money or my life was as good as their life is, then you're setting yourself up for a fall because what you see is not always what you get when it comes to social media. So that is why you should not make social media the standard of what your relationship should be or what it should look like. If you and your spouse are in a good place and you guys are happy together, social media should not dictate whether you should be more happy or less than happy. You should be able to keep that separate. So do not compare your relationship based off of social media. Another thing is not to friend people who could become problematic to your spouse. Example would be like ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, or people who flirt with you spouse doesn't know or your partner doesn't know you know things like that just be respectful like wh- wh- what would you want your friend to friend on facebook or instagram or social media you would have to treat it like that like do what you would want your spouse to do to you would you want your spouse to be friendly people who might be problematic in your relationship no so you don't do this you don't do that as well and here's the thing i think it's important to guard and protect it when it comes to social media. So by protecting it, you're not going to friend people or set people as your friends who you know are going to break that trust or confidentiality. And if you see that there's someone you know your spouse doesn't like in real life, she would not he or she would not want you to friend on social media, don't do it. Now here are some examples. I know that I've had some people try to friend me, and even though my husband does not care, I I strongly believe in what I'm telling you to protect my marriage, to protect my relationship. So I don't friend people who try to flirt with me or want to flirt with me or people who look suspect. I make sure the people that I friend, they have to know somebody that I know. And if we do any type of messaging, it has to be about business specifically. And I don't friend anybody who, I don't answer anyone who says, hey, beautiful or hi or, you know, stuff like that because I don't, I'm not trying to have a conversation like that. Now, if someone of the opposite sex friend me and they're just like, hi, my name is so-and-so, I'm friending you, I will, I, I'm i reaching out to you because, and it's a business reason or a reason that's, you know, a reason, then fine, I will respond. But if it's something, and I've had this happen so many times, hey, beautiful, hey, hi, and those people get blocked. I don't even take time with that because that is not why I'm on social media. My purpose on social media is not to flirt or try to get anybody. So, and one of my number one goals is no matter what I do, to protect my relationship. And here's the thing. If someone tried to talk to me like that out in the street, I would not respond. I would let them know, hey, I'm married. This is not appropriate. You can't talk to me this way. So why would I entertain a conversation on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere else that is disrespectful to my marriage? And here's the thing. When we entertain people on our social media pages who want to flirt with us and try to talk to us and don't have any substance in what they're saying. We are disrespecting our relationships. So that is why it's important to respect your relationship and not friend people who could become problematic to your relationship. And it's not because your spouse wants you to do that or told you to do that. It's not even about control. It's about respecting your relationship because that means a lot to you. So respect it. Never Say anything on social media that will break the trust in your marriage or your relationship. Now, I've heard of many people who have either told secrets about their relationship to other people on social media. Make sure you don't do that. That is something you should not do, especially if you're in a marriage or a relationship. And even if you're not, think about it like this. In this world that we live in, it is so easy to find you and who you are. And okay, I'm sorry, but I do watch a lot of Discovery. TV. And for those of you who don't know what Discovery ID is and Discovery TV is, it is a show that talks about different murders and different people who got killed. It talks about murder cases and stuff. So, I like watching that station. I like watching those shows. But, people on Facebook or social media, you don't know who they are. You don't know if they can be trusted or not. So, why would you tell them any of your secrets? And if you guys like Catfish, which is another reality you also know, this is why it's important not to talk to anybody on social media that you do not know. And it's important to remember that you should not say anything that would break your trust, especially your the trust in your marriage or the trust in your relationship, because that is most important. Avoid situations that could destroy or cause problems in your relationship slash marriage. Um, some of these situations could be flirting things to people on social media avoid those types of situations another thing that you should do now I know we talk about things you shouldn't do if you were and shouldn't do if you're in a relationship on social media but one thing you should do is respect your marriage respect your relationship because this is the thing you're trying to build on you're not trying to build on all of these little people other people on social media you're not trying to build with them so focus and respect the person that you're trying to build with don't disrespect your partner on social media. Don't disrespect your spouse on social media. So that means if, you have a, if you're have if you upset about something, you don't get on social media and talk trash about them. Or you don't say things that could be taken like, ooh, was he or she referring to their spouse? Or is there a hidden message? No, you don't do any of those things. Remember to respect your spouse on social media. Don't disrespect them. And do not flirt with other people on social media, privately or publicly. Now, I know some people might say, oh, you know, it's harmless, it's nothing, it's not a big deal, but this can cause problems in your relationship, it can go further than you intend for it to go, and it is something that is not appropriate if you are in a relationship or if you're in a marriage. So, don't do that privately or publicly, or in a person, just do not flirt with other people at all. Another thing not to do is overshare about your relationship or your marriage. You know, sometimes people do that a lot. They will tell you about all the problems, everything that's going on, they'll overshare everything. And the point is, this is your relationship. This is your marriage. You should not be telling other people all the details about your relationship or your marriage. Now, the only time you should tell details is if you are in danger, if you're being abused. But if abuse is not happening and you're not in danger, I feel that any issues that come up, you guys should work on it. If it's a deep situation or a deep problem, then talk to a therapist about it. That way you'll have that extra person, but they're just not like all the people on social media who just either hate reading your stuff or wanting to see your marriage fail your relationship fail. You're not setting yourself up for failure. You're actually talking to someone who can help you. And since the people on social media cannot help you with your relationship, oversharing about your relationship is not the answer. So make sure you don't do that. Now, this is just like the tip of the iceberg with things you shouldn't do on social media. But I don't have enough time in the show to go through everything that you shouldn't do. So I'm just encouraging you guys to use common sense. And here's my rule of thumb. You know, we were taught the golden rule when we were younger. I know I was. It says, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So all the things you don't want your spouse to do to you, don't do. All the things you social media to show that you can trust them, or that they can trust you, then that's what you do. So do what you would want your spouse to do to you on social media. Okay, so now that you know some of the things you shouldn't do, here are some of the things that you should do on social media. The first thing you should do is practice shared accessibility. And that just means that unless you are a lawyer, or you have a profession that's bound by some kind of code then you should open up access to your computer, smartphone, and other devices to your spouse. And I know you're like, oh my God, why, why, I have no privacy. No, here's the thing. You're not saying that, oh, you can read all of my stuff. You know, if you understand and know that, okay, I'm not doing anything wrong, they should be able to have shared accessibility. Now, they may not want to look at it because I know my husband. I told him, I was like, you can go on my phone. to give him the password of course he didn't want to know i'm like you can look at everything i don't care because i'm an open book it's like i have nothing to hide so if you have nothing to hide then you should definitely let your spouse see the things that are on your phone if they want to and here's the thing about accessibility they probably don't even want to see what you have on your phone but just knowing that they can gives you a sense of trust that they can trust you because they know that they can definitely look on your account if they wanted to, but because they trust you, nine times out of ten, they probably won't even do it. But just the fact that they know that they could, it can give you, a it can um, help them trust you more on social media. Another thing you can do is allow your partner to be your friend on social media. And I do my carrots, that if you're in a relationship, especially if you're married, allow your partner to be your friend on social media or follow you on your social media accounts. Now, they're not doing this to Check up on you or anything. But if you have your spouse there and you love your spouse, there should be no reason why they are not allowed to see your stuff because they should be able to trust you. And if they can trust you, this should not be an issue. So let them be followers on your account, especially if you are in a committed relationship because this is so good social etiquette. Now, all the things I'm talking about today. Right now, are good social media etiquette things you should do if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, you should also post images and words that convey respect. So, whatever image you post, let it be respectful. Um, women, if I wouldn't advise you to post like thirst pics if you are married or in a relationship <laughs> on social media that doesn't actually convey respect, unless you and your spouse have agreed upon this and you feel. That this is something and they don't care about it then go ahead but whatever it is that your spouse is going to care about and whatever it is that's going to hurt them don't post those things only post things that show respect and guys the same thing to you women am not just talking about us guys no thirst pics no things like that if you are married with a relationship because it should be about respect now what you guys do aside from you know behind closed doors that's up Now, if you guys have talked about it, and your significant other is okay with the thirst picks that you guys wanna put up, or the things that you may wanna say that can be sexual, then if it's agreed upon between you two, then go ahead and do it. Then I guess that's fine for for your relationship. But if you know this is something that's gonna be a problem for your relationship, then don't do it. And the key word is what's appropriate for your relationship. Because what's appropriate for my relationship may not be what's appropriate for your relationship. We are all different people. Our relationships are different. And we have certain things that we can tolerate or that we're allowed to do that may not fly in another relationship. So based on your relationship, take these etiquette, these, um, rule, these social media etiquette tips and apply them to your relationship. Because depending on what type of relationship you have or what you guys want to do in your relationship, this may or may not apply. Another thing that you that's good. If you are married, is before you even post, ask yourself how would you feel if the post were turned. So, if you wanted to post something and you're not sure if that's appropriate or not, or you're having conversations and you're like, I don't know, this is an appropriate conversation, take a moment to think and say, how would I feel if my wife or my husband or my significant other were having this exact same conversation? feel embarrassed, upset, disrespected, then don't have it. If you have a post that you're posting and you're not sure about the content of the post, ask yourself how would I feel if my wife or my husband or significant other posted the same thing? And if it did not make you feel good and you feel some kind of way about it, then don't post it. Now this is what you can do before you even post before you even get into the trouble category. Alright, and even if you post it and you ask yourself this question later, and you decide okay, that was inappropriate, you can always go back and delete. But the best thing to do, rule of thumb, ask yourself, how would you feel, how would, you know, how would you feel if your wife or significant other posted the exact same thing? And if you would feel uncomfortable, or you would feel disrespected or upset, then you know that it's not appropriate for you to post. Another thing to now, it's important to exercise accountability in your relationship. And why is this important? Because you have to recognize when you do something wrong, when you cross the line, and when you start overstepping boundaries that may have either been put in place or boundaries that you know that yourself are not appropriate. So on social media, exercise accountability. Know that whatever you put up there is all coming back to you. And if you realize that something could be a problem and you know that if this gets out, it's going to cause you problems, then you may think twice about posting that post or having that conversation. So exercise accountability. Own what you do wrong. Be accountable for what you do. And I would say stay away from private conversations with people that could potentially lead you guys to a dangerous situation. But exercising accountability is crucial because if you guys are both on Facebook or social media and you guys are not holding yourself accountable for the things you post and you're not holding each other accountable for the conversations you have, this could be a huge problem. So you guys should both be held accountable for the conversations you have and for the things you post. Another thing to do is consider sharing passwords. Now this is important. Now, I know that you're gonna be like, oh my goodness, why did I have to share my password now? I know, you feel like your whole privacy is invaded, huh? But think about this. According to PEW, 67% of internet users in a community relationship or marriage have shared their passwords to one or more online account with their significant other. About 11% of married adults or those in community relationships share a social media profile. Now, what's important here that there's an agreement and the reason you should share your password aside from the obvious is that you could get locked out maybe you guys need a password that you can remember as the family but it's important to share these passwords because you are conveying trust you're letting your spouse know you can trust me because if i give you the password to my phone or if i give you the password to something you know you can trust me because i have nothing to hide like for example i have a cell phone i have a password on it everybody in my password, even my kids, like they'll just go on my phone. But I do that because I don't have anything to hide, and I'm not trying to hide anything, so I don't feel like my privacy is being invaded because I'm an open book. What you see is what you get, I'm not hiding anything. So that is how I operate in my house, and everyone knows my password when it comes to the internet. My husband he knows my password at every time. He needs to use my laptop or something. He's like, hey, what's the password? I gave it to him. Even if it's something like that. Because just because someone has something doesn't mean that they're using it. Think about it. You have a lot of phone numbers in your phone, don't you? Do you use them all? No. Do you call these people all the time? No, you probably don't. So the point is, just because you give your significant other your password or you give your significant It doesn't mean that they're going to use it this is just like good faith showing i'm not hiding index from you i have nothing to hide i love you i want you to feel comfortable i want you to know you can trust me so here and this is good to do even if you don't have any trust issues it's just proper etiquette if you're in a committed relationship another important thing to do is set time limits because some people will spend all day on the phone or all day on social media and it can cause a problem if you're in House. And another thing, another way you can stay out of the quote unquote trouble area on social media, set time limits. Like for me, I know that I'm on social media typically in the morning. Um, I maybe want to begin in the afternoon. It just depends. And usually I just use it to post things about my podcast or something like that. Occasionally, you know, I'll comment with friends, but I try not to make it like my So set time limits. If your relationship is important to you, if your marriage is important to you, and even if it's not even causing a problem right now, it's good to have that type of self-discipline to put social media aside and focus on the here and now, focus on your relationship, focus on your marriage, and make sure that your significant other or your spouse know that they are number one in your life, that they're more important to you than social media, they're more important to you than anything. So that is why it's important to have some types of boundary in place and also know what the etiquette is for social media if you are in a relationship or if you're married. Now these are just a few of the ways that you can begin practicing social media etiquette in your marriage or relationship if you're not already doing so. But I would also encourage you to be creative and try to come up with some other social media etiquette tips based on your marriage and based on your relationship. It's better to talk about rules of engagement for social media before you experience issues in your relationship or marriage than after or even while you're going through and experiencing these issues. It's always better to be proactive rather than being react reactive. So the sooner you have the conversation, the better. The song we're going to listen to today is called Who Are You Talking To? It's about a woman who is experiencing issues in her marriage as a result. Of social
1: media. Here's the song Who are you talking to? Who's calling you now? That's late at night. Don't try to tell me that it's your mama. I see the way you call your phone and talk. That's a... to
0: enjoy sitting time with you each week. I also want to encourage you that if you like the podcast as much as I love hanging out with you guys each week, I would like to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. Or if you're not following the podcast already, go to wherever you're listening to this podcast and follow me on Spotify. You can click the link in the show notes and it will take you to Spotify and follow. And that way you'll get the show every single week or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just go and follow me. And I would love for you to leave a comment and a good, positive review for the show so I can know that you love the show and that you're listening and that you're out there. I also want to encourage you guys to get in contact with me on social media. And you can do that just by clicking on the show notes to join me on social media. Click it. Feel free to ask me any questions and give me any topics that you want to discuss in a future episode. I also would love to invite you guys Join my Facebook group. It is called Music and Therapy with relationship coach Canada W. Mitchell. We are going to start doing some amazing things, and I want you guys to be a part of this. I really do. And these things are going to start happening within the next few months. So while you have a chance, just come on and join me in the Facebook group. And it's free. You don't have to worry about doing anything. Just click on the join, and you are in. Or just like the page, and you're in. But join the Facebook group, okay? All right, well, I think that's all for me today. Until we talk again, have an amazing day, enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.
1: Bye-bye.